Hey everyone, welcome back to the Create Initiative Podcast, a show that brings you insights and techniques from people in the creative world. We serve to help fellow creatives connect, learn, and grow. And uh, boy, we've got a full house today. We've got Kyler Clapp. How's it going, Kyler? It's going good. We've got Kyle, a.k.a. Lee Weezy. Lee? Yo. Yo. And then uh, joining us all the way from Weatherford, Oklahoma, we've got Keevan Leedy. How's it going, Keevan? It's going well. Going well. I'm glad you were were raising your fist uh, for the podcast listeners. Yes, yes. That way they they know. (laughs) They know how ecstatic I am. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, we, we're trying something. We're doing a live uh, recording, and so usually we pre-record our guests because we never know what they're going to say, but we thought, hey, uh, you know, Keevan, he would never say anything incorrect or inappropriate, oh, so let's, let's bring him on. <laughs> got to get the bleep buzz already. Yeah, we got to yeah, get the bleep button. Yeah. So, well, hey, uh, how, how, how was your Easter, everybody? Did you guys have a good time? Yeah, I almost got blown away. You were blown away? Almost, yeah. Luckily we hunted we hunted eggs before yeah. the wind came. So Oh yeah, before the the front moved through in Oklahoma. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so uh, you, you just you were... uh... Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I I thought he meant he was blown away by Christ's kindness and mercy. <laughs> but I, I kinda thought there was, was a, a real those winds those winds come every day, Kyle. Oh. oh. Wow. Dang. Well, let's let's uh, before we talk about the church uh, resurrection Sunday stuff. What about your Easter? So, Keevan was blown away by the egg hunt. What about you, Kyler? Um, it was good. My church did drive in church, and it was it was great. Honk if you love Jesus. <laughs> and then honk. Beep. honk honk honk. <laughs> what did you guys do, Kyle? Uh, let's see. Woke up around ten o'clock. Um. Uh, I made tacos at 3 p.m., which is a terrible nice. time to eat because it's not was lunch. That, it's was not that dinner. Um, the kids had leftover pizza and ate on the floor. Um, we finally took a family picture around 4:30. Yeah, and yeah, it's pretty much it. Man, what an Easter! Man, that's what a- an Easter. That is a great Easter, in my opinion. You know, this is... we we did the carousel of different online services. Yeah, I've I've been uh, I bought a common what is it? Yeah, a common book of prayer. Book of common prayer. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Um, so I was going through that. I've been going through that through all all of Lent, and uh, so yeah. we read that together, and it was great. It was great. Yeah. That's cool. Mine is is right back there, that black book right there. Uh, mine's red. Uh, I got the red one. Oh, nice, nice. Well, uh, you know, I think this is the first Easter in my life, definitely my adult life, that uh, I didn't have anywhere to go on Easter Sunday. So that was pretty. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Um, we pre-recorded all of our services for our church, and so by Friday evening. I was prepped and ready for Easter because I had nothing to do. So that was kind of nice, you know. Yeah, it's definitely the first time, first time in a long time I've had 0% things to do with Easter at a church, yeah. so. Yeah, it was it was a different feeling. I'm kind of anxious to see what happens like coming out of this because I've seen some 
some social posts and some other things where people are like, you know, they, they feel like they finally got to not do anything on Easter. So they kind of got to experience Easter. So I'm wondering, you know, how smart uh, leaders are going to be once we get out of quarantine, if they're still going to give their, their people opportunities to celebrate something instead of work, you know? I've been wondering that too. But what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because it's kind of one of those, like, we got to experience Easter, but we didn't experience it like anybody else experiences it because there was nobody doing what we usually do to help us experience it. So we didn't really get the full effect. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. There's always, there's got to be somebody, got to be somebody doing it. And that just happens to be the creative people usually. What did your church do for Easter? Uh, so we we did a drive-in, um, a drive-in service. Our pastor called it Park and Praise. Um, Park and but, Praise. You, you, you. Uh, we've you, been, you, we've been doing it for the last three weeks. We have we don't just do it. We didn't just do it for Easter. We did it. We've been doing it every, mm-hmm. uh, every week. So, um, we just kind of did the, did the same setup. So we've got a, we have a flatbed semi truck that somebody lets us borrow every week. So they pull it in on Friday and then we set up Sunday morning. So actually I have more set up to do now than I did before. <laughs> And do you guys do the radio frequency or just the sound system? Yeah, radio frequency. We don't have any sound system because we're kind of in a neighborhood. That way we don't annoy people around us. So we just do, uh, we just have like a monitor on the stage and then uh, we broadcast to 88.3. Nice. Guys, join us. If you're in a five mile radius, you should join us. If you're in a five mile radius, do you do worship? Yeah. Yep. So Casey and I, my wife and I, we do the worship. So uh, I just play a, a guitar. And one day, once if the weather's permitting, we'll take the keyboard out there. But yeah, um, she'll play that, and we'll do a guitar. But it's supposed to rain, so that's not what you wanted on the on the Nord. Yeah. So you like? I'm just trying to get your your logistics down. So you like mic everything, but you just don't project it. You just go straight into your stream. Yeah. Yeah. So we, yeah, we take the, uh, Kyle, Kyle had to help me out with this. We, uh, we just take it. He's Kyle has like had an insurgence of, uh, of job opportunities. He's not getting paid for any of them, but he's, he's done a lot. I've started the best (laughs) free work for free business since this virus started. (laughs) Well, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it is. It's really good. He's, he's been busy. So yeah, we just take our, take our sound straight into the soundboard. And then through our audio interface and then into um, just send a signal, you know, one of the tape, the tape outs or auxiliary outs to yeah. the FM transmitter. Cool. And then we have yeah, another one going to our Facebook live. Okay. <clears throat> so you're actually still throwing video out too? Yeah, we're trying. It hasn't, it hasn't really worked great yet, but we're trying. Be throwing it out. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Kyle. Yeah, throwing it, throwing it out. It's okay. Kyler, I'm, you said, oh, go I'm ahead, sorry. go ahead. I sent you a a great tagline for your service, and you just never even replied to it. It was, <clears throat> "Come as you are, stay in your car." Yeah, yeah, that was it. That was it. You're, I saw I, that. I meant to reply, and I just forgot. I saw multiple so. instances of that here in the city. Oh my, yeah. Ba- banners and whatnot signs did you really yeah yes come as you what did it say come as you are stay in your car come as you are stay in your car wow that's That's a good one easter easter yeah (laughs) 
That's clever. And Kyler, you said you guys did the Honk If You Love Jesus uh, drive-in? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is my home church, like my, my dad's church, my parents' yeah. church. So, Honk If You Love Jesus. When you have like 20 cars facing you. It's kind yeah. of terrible. Yeah. Hazards What's if you need prayer. Honk If You I don't know. Did you, uh, did you help with worship at your home church? Yeah. How was that? Yeah, my mom... It was good. She had my mom's a music teacher, so she grabbed one of her um, keyboards because we only have a like a grand piano in the sanctuary, and they we didn't do the FM translator. We just did our own sound, and hopefully they could hear it. And if not, they watched. Come back next week. They say to watch. So <laughs> did you do it? Did you do it inside or outside? Outside. There's a big like awning before our building, so okay. that's where we did it. And it wasn't raining yet, thank goodness, because everybody, and by everybody, I mean my family was tripping. They're like, it's going to rain. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but we are fine. I will say, there's one of these things that we discovered with, uh, with the uh, outside thing is you have to leave your car running to turn your radio on. But then yep. oh. all, the, all the exhaust is just running. Yeah. So then you have your air on. And so everybody's just like sucking in everybody's exhaust. And so people were combating that. Like people will like turn their cars off and then on, like try and throughout because the first week we had somebody's car die because they had turned their car off, left the radio on for an hour. So yeah, it's a, uh, it's nice. It's awesome. Yeah. Can you imagine the, uh, like the news story that's going to break the first time that somebody gets asphyxiated at a church drive-in <laughs> service? <laughs> they're, they're exhaust. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, uh, that's going to be bad news. <laughs> Um, you know, it's interesting how, and like, I, and I'm not going to be critical when I say this, I, I seriously think it's interesting how, you know, I've heard people talk about how like, you know, uh, Robert Schuler when he started the Crystal Cathedral, you know, he started at a drive-in theater and, and they're talking about like this, what we would consider like an old school method of reaching people. Um, you know, from like the fifties and sixties. And now that's like kind of become part of the go-to, like there are churches of all sizes doing this drive-in theater and there's churches of thousands of people doing it. And, but I just find it interesting that we live in such a technology age that you can do everything literally apart and how some people are still choosing because they like that, that connection that even though you're not, you, you know, you're not touching somebody, hopefully, you know, you're at least a car length away from somebody else. Yeah. So there's still that personal mm-hmm. connection. So I just, I don't yeah. know. I just, it, I kind of find it fascinating that people are, are going in that direction, you know? I think so too. Even yesterday when I was sitting there, I, I had a thought and I was like, man, this feels very tent revival-y. Even yeah. though it's just regular church. I was like, this is, this is a weird feeling, but I get that. Yeah. And like I said, like, it, it's just really interesting to me. Like, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. And I think there is something mm-hmm. about the, you know, there is something about taking older methods, like just because we have the technology to do, you know, virtual meetings and all that doesn't mean that that's the best route, you know, for your church to take. Mm-hmm. So I, it's, it was something I didn't really see coming down the pike whenever this all happened. I didn't think the drive-in church model would be you know, where a lot of people went. So it's just, like I said, it's just interesting to me um, because who knows, tent revivals may be next once we're out of quarantine. Bring them back. Yeah. Keevan knows you how know. to put up the tent. <laughs> do you, Keevan? No, yeah. Oh, gosh. No. We do. We have a giant circus tent that if it rains, we may just put it up. Nice. And cars can park oh, underneath no. it. 
Yeah. Scary. Some scariest times of my life have been underneath that tent. <laughs> trying to put it up it's with really, not enough guys. Yeah, it's difficult to put up. We That's don't have fun. elephants, so. That's fun. Well, uh, Kyle, you said you, you did the carousel of church services. Um, and Keevan and Kyler chime in on this, too. Like, what what creative things did you guys see uh, online or, or seeing other churches do? Did you guys see anything that was kind of neat or kind of creative? For me, I, my roommate and I watched Life Churches, <laughs> one of Life Churches. <laughs> Why you left? Oh, because I shook my head no, but I was just being a dork. Well, she she has a friend that plays on the worship team, but they did like a big choir thing that was like the intro, all their worship pastors, and it was like Zoom, like uh, little Zoom clips, and they were all pasted together. But my other church in the city, we did the same thing, and somehow the audio guy mixed all the different tracks together it was insane but that's what that's what i saw like an, an yeah, online you, choir that's what i'm yeah, saying and, you, and you're the second church you mentioned is victory family church uh and you yep. were a part of that correct kyler yep mm-hmm. yeah so you you did your part would you like to do your part now for us uh if you Ooh. want me to shatter the screens on your computers yes <laughs> what was the song online. it was up there i was in my apartment like <laughs> it was dumb <laughs> It but it, it all it all turned out at the end. Well, Kyle, you didn't yeah. see anything creative because you shook your head no. Um, but That's what right. did you notice? I was, did you notice I anything? I was very disappointed, honestly. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. I think, I mean, it's fine. I, f- I find that some of the larger churches that had already had like the infrastructure in order to do be online instantly, you know, and like they, I felt like some of them didn't even try to, to do anything different. They're just like, well, we're just yeah. gonna have like what we would do regular service yeah. and, um, which is fine. Um, I think, but I think it would have been a good opportunity to try something different. Uh, but I have found it just interesting during all of it that you can kind of can see like what's most important to most churches, the way they, yeah. mm-hmm. like the way That's they are getting their service out there. They're deciding to do service. You can see like, this is, an important value to them. And so, um, it's just been really interesting. Yeah. By default, it's very telling, um, as to what a church values, mm-hmm. I, I think. And, and I think churches are learning, um, hopefully they're learning it about it themselves. Like maybe even if they didn't realize it, that this is what they're valuing. Um, and so, cause you see some churches who, who, you know, it's all about engagement. And so they're just pumping out content every day on Facebook or this or that because they, they, they want their church to feel like they're a part of a part of this, this something. Um, you see other churches that are kind of staying super low key, maybe just doing a couple social posts a week, but then, you know, online weekends. Um, so, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. And it kind of like the question I'm having through all this um, because I've talked to several creative people through this time who've talked about like in, in our world, you know, time is always the thing, right? You never have enough time or this takes up all your time or this work does this or does that. And I'm, and I'm talking to people who they've, they've mentioned the, the realization that they've, they've been able to slow down a little bit. Um, and it's not that they're doing any less work, but it's, they don't have a hour commute every day or they don't, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're, they're figuring out maybe how to, to adjust their time to still be with family 
in the evenings and stuff that maybe they weren't doing before. So my question to you guys is, what are we going to learn from this? Like, is this going to be a thing if we're just figuring it out for the next month and month and a half, two months, whatever. But then once, once we're able to go back into our churches or creatives going to go back to just doing the same things they were doing before and working all the time and pastors are going to be asking too much of them sometimes, or will there be any changes that come out of this in your opinion? It's a great question. I think, I mean, I think, Personally, I feel like I've kind of learned that a lot of the stuff we do isn't necessary. I mean, a lot of it, even even as far as work goes. Like I spend a lot of time doing you know extra stuff that isn't necessary because obviously our services are happening even without all that. Mm-hmm. Um, now for us, like you know, the worship pastors, we don't have you know thirteen people on a stage. We just have my wife and I, so it's a lot easier you know to game plan and to practice and rehearse. But I feel there's a lot of extra stuff that we do that isn't necessary. Um, a lot of things that we try to worry about. So. I don't know. I would, I would love to see us kind of have the same mindset of, you know, like, man, this is, we're just doing church because, you know, let, let the Holy Spirit do the work. It's kind of our mentality. Like, you know, let's do the best we can with what we have in the Corona age. And then just let the Holy Spirit do this, you know, do what he can. Um, whereas a normal Sunday morning is all about what we can do, you know, all right, what, what all can I do to make this better, to make this more impactful, to make this, um, stand out more. And so, I don't know, that's kind of been, uh, opening for, for me, for sure. Um, you know, outside of just the everyday stuff, like I said, working, getting to hang out with the kids a lot more, you know, my yeah. schedule is significantly different than it normally is. And it's awesome. You know, I get to wake up and play with the kids for a couple hours before I go try and do, um, you know, something at work or, but it's been, been pretty cool. I'm, I'm hoping that it will, like I think because of the virus, because of the situation, it's um, had to strip some some stubborn like, oh, we can never, we, it always has to be this way. Like something always has to be like this because this is how we've always done it or because like this, and we've talked about this, Kevin, and just it's everywhere I've ever been. It's like, I don't know, pastors are afraid to do an acoustic set <laughs> and um, like, I, I, they're just like terrified of doing it. And like now all of a sudden the coronavirus is like, oh yeah, I guess we can do it. And I don't know what, when things are normal, I don't know what is like the fear inside of a lead pastor that Mm -hmm. is worried if a drummer doesn't show up on stage that like no one's going to get saved. But um, I'm just hoping some, (laughs) that's just one example of just like, maybe we can rethink some of the things like, well, as long as we do this, like everything, then it doesn't matter. Like strip it all the way down to, Listen, as long as we present the gospel, everything else is cool. Yeah. What do you think, Kyler? Mm-hmm. I think uh, change-wise, it's probably going to be half and half. I think there's going to be churches that go back and are like, thank goodness that's over. Let's get back to normal. And then there's going to be churches that are like, man, what can we, um, what can, how can we reflect on this and grow from it? Like, what did we learn about our church? Because um, like you said, I think this whole crisis whatever is exposing a lot of I guess weak spots in churches like man we don't we don't put out enough content to engage with our um, congregation or the opposite we put out too much content and we're not really investing or giving our pastors space to live their lives so that's what I think I will say out here in in western Oklahoma too I think a lot of the a lot of the older pastors are learning that 
mm-hmm. you know, because we, we've been telling them for a long time. So, you know, we'll have our sectional meetings or whatever. We've been telling them for a long time. Like, hey, you know, try, try and get on social media. Try and get on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know, you can stream your service, you know, with one camera. It doesn't have to be anything mm-hmm. fancy. And so yeah. now that it was like a have to, like, that's the only way you can get your content out there right now. They're, you know, they're way back here. You know, they're, you know, falling back even farther behind than they were. Um, so, you know, kind of a, an eye opening thing for them too. like, hey, this is, you know, we can step out of our comfort zone too um, and start streaming even when we come back. Like, so it's kind of forced them to do that. Um, and they've, you know, started streaming. I said, Kyle, he was helping uh, Jerry Yoder and Thomas. They were helping him get their, uh, their setup going. And so they're streaming online, something that they never yeah. would have done. Uh, you know, people like that, I think it's, it's forcing them to kind of get, um, get a footprint out there as well. Yeah, and it, it it definitely goes both ways because I've uh, heard of a pastor who you know the congregation is only about thirty people, and but because of their 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 as a as a pastor he's an older fellow, but his his wife is especially active on Facebook, and so once they've started moving their services just to a Facebook Live situation, like he was he was getting like seven hundred and fifty and nine hundred views on his wow. services. And he's been a pastor for like 30 plus years at this one church. And, you know, he, it, for him, he's, he's made the statement of like, I didn't realize the, the opportunity was really there. Yeah. And, you know, he, he acknowledges, well, his wife has a million Facebook friends and she shares it out. And, you know, there's a lot of that in kind type of viewing. Um, but there's nothing wrong with that. And, and for him, a message is getting to an audience that had never, never had that opportunity to be to be reached before. So yeah, I yeah. think the the good side is is there are so many more churches who have the opportunity now to to do what they're doing. They don't need to try to do what Life Church is doing or Elevation Church or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um but they can do what they're doing and then once we can meet in person again, it's just a that's just a bonus, you know. Yeah. Um I I I hope that a lot of churches who've started doing this um they don't just throw it away once we can meet back in person. Now, you know, if you guys, you guys, most of you know, like I'm not really a fan of live streaming. I'm a pre-record guy uh, or I'm a have your service on Sunday morning and then record it and put it online by Sunday afternoon. I think that's just as effective. And then there's less opportunity for 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 problems or mess ups. But that being said, I think we're seeing that the potential is there for a church of any size to reach people. Um, online. And so I, I do hope we learn from that. And, but back to m- kind of my original point of like, I do hope we figure out that all of our time doesn't have to be spent uh, at the church uh, during a week at the, at the risk of losing uh, our family or our friends or, or other relationships or, or whatever. So, cause, um, and I know it's not perfect for everyone right now working from home. I know there are struggles. I know, I know all that, but, um, Hopefully it makes us realize that we can do we can do just as much, if not more, by actually exerting a little bit less energy on these things if we can just figure out how to to create a plan to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. The ruthless elimination of hurry. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Um, you know, uh, that that was a book, Kyle, you've been recommending it for for a long months. time. Yeah, for months. I read it right here at the beginning of the year. Um, but you talk about a timely read. <laughs> I know. I that's what like this all happened, and I was like, "Well, I've already been working on all this, not doing anything stuff." So I'm yeah, chilling. You're, you're way ahead of it, uh, you know. And um, then I've I've been trying to get John Mark Comer on the the show, but um, 
Uh, if you're listening, John Mark, we'd love to have you on the show, by the way. But um, we've had another John Mark that you may know on yeah, the show we as well. Could so. basically rename this the John Mark cast. Yeah, if, if <laughs> Mr. Comer, if, if he would, it would join it. But, um, you know, that is a book that I highly recommend if you haven't read it. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's interesting that we're living in this time of uh, being forced to pace ourselves. And sometimes I wonder if that's just God just trying to tell us, hey, you know, this isn't um, this isn't an accident that you're you're figuring out how to reschedule your life, you know. But oh. yep. <sighs> well, Keevan, what else you got? No, I don't know. I will say I will say this: there's a fear. If we want to get on it, like a negative side, Is it, can we do yeah. that? Can we go like on a negative side? Yeah, let's, um, yeah, about it. let's jump on the negative. Yeah. Here we go. Churches, wow. For small let's churches in this. <laughs> it's like I hope I hope and I pray this isn't like detrimental to um to small churches who yeah uh their content obviously won't be as good as you know uh like Transformation Church had 8,000 people like viewing their service yesterday at one time yeah I'll say that's and it just blows my mind um and obviously their content is so good like elevation you know people these churches and so now when you're at home like Kyle mentioned earlier like he was just kind of able to you know kind of cycle through a different couple services like, you know, so these churches are putting out this content so good that a lot of people wouldn't have seen before because they're at church. And when they get home from church, they're not going to look up church, you know, but now yeah. that they're at home, they get to see all these churches doing it. And so, um, you know, it's kind of a disadvantage for a smaller, a smaller church, a smaller venue who doesn't have the capabilities. Um, and so I, I'm hoping and praying that, you know, people locked up in their houses that once it gets back to normal, they really desire and are craving that, you know, personal connection and that, um, you know, intimate touch of a church, you know, building instead of, you know, just staying, staying online and streaming. But anyways, that was my only negative thought Yeah, about well, all the streaming uh, stuff. My wife and I have talked about that because our church, I mean, on a Sunday morning, uh, you know, in the, in the sanctuary, yeah, there'll be 45 people on a Sunday morning. So it's a, it's a small church and, you know, we've talked about, well, you know, what if, so the CDC says, okay, well, you can have groups of 50 or less. And then eventually they get to groups of 250 or less. Yeah. And then, you know, so these larger churches are still going to be unable to meet the way they normally would. Um, they may try yeah, to find new methods. But but she was like, we should start an ad campaign once they do that, that, you know, our church is open. Yours isn't. You know, <laughs> come join <laughs> us. <laughs> nice. Um, but, but you know, so... It, you know, but yeah, I mean, I think that's a very real concern. I guess my one like kind of objective I, in that is like, I truly believe that there are churches for everybody and that mm -hmm. there are a lot of people who they're looking for a specific church and sometimes size plays into that. Um, yeah. and they don't want to go to a, a church with 2000 people or 1500 or whatever. Um, and, and vice versa. I think there are people who do want to go to a larger community because they can blend in or they can hide or, or whatever, you know? Um, so I, I, I do wonder, um, I do wonder what's going to happen to the small churches, but I, I don't have a, a loss of hope for them, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Hopefully, yeah. Like Keevan said, I'm not wanting them to, hopefully they don't just like jump the ship and try to do everything online and like mm -hmm. go all out. I think just do what, know your audience and do what was working for you. Mm -hmm. I mean, just because you're a church of 50 doesn't mean that, you're not a successful church if you've been a church of 50 for 
however long, you know. I mean, that's a yeah. that's I always go back to uh, Eugene Peterson, who was a pastor for thirty years of a church of no more than like 200, 300 people. And he's yeah. considered one of the most successful pastors of our, of our time. And that's always kind of overlooked. And he's got a great book too. Y'all should read that was written in uh, the eighties. Working the angles. Mm-hmm. Mm. That is a good one. Working it could, angles? It could have, working the angles. It could have been written like oh, 2019, but it's really good. Such a reader guys. As I you drink my man, coffee, Keevan, Keevan, I drink coffee now. Yeah, I wish I was the beginning of this podcast. I wouldn't have joined. <laughs> I noticed, Kevin, you've added changes not everything. Just the fan, but you have some type of picture or something now in your shot. It's my, it's my, it's my daughter. Oh wow! Oh, Lucy. Yeah. yeah, she's cute. I was gonna. <laughs> yeah, you can just see the top we of her head we had drawn a bunch of pictures to mail you guys, or Jasper had. Let's be honest, and none of them got mailed. So oh, come on, man. Said, Aunt Kissa. Is what it said. My, my kids love to get mail. Send it. We'll send something back. Oh, I only found one of them yesterday. There's a oh, submarine okay. Jasper drew you. Perfect. But Wow. Well, maybe they'll get in the mail. Uh, I mean, I can have busy. them draw you, you guys something too, Kyler and Jason. I don't want y'all to. Yeah, that, oh, that'd yeah, be great. I but, love yeah. that. We'll put it, I'll put it up on the on the back wall there. So Yeah, yeah that way we can all have some a little little taste of Jasper the next time we do a podcast. Have them in the background. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, we're we're waiting on it. I I do wonder if uh, the old fashioned mail system, uh, what it how it comes out on the other side because like again going back to our church, a small church, we found value in uh, being very careful, but also mailing things to our congregants. Um, and that's I understand cool. you know churches of a size that that really you know that's a big effort, but. Um, yeah, so just mailing small things. We mailed a Easter pack to all the families of kids, uh, in our church and things like that. So, um, yeah, because you mentioned it, Kevin, kids love getting mail. Um, and I think, yeah. you know, somewhere deep inside, I think people still love it when it's actually addressed to them and, yeah. and means something, you know? So, yeah. but anyway, well, kids this is, shows, this is you said kids, what well, good? Oh, sorry. Like kids shows haven't like caught up to, the, either they're we, they just watch a bunch of old shows or they haven't caught up because all the kids shows always talk about the mailman and like mm-hmm. they talk about there's always a section like on all these PBS shows about the postal service and it's like it's it's really not that relevant anymore but the kids are just like oh I, I want to send a letter and oh I love my kids love stamps so cool. they appeal yeah. to stamps yeah. off of every piece of mail we get and yeah. so <laughs> well who knows maybe it'll make a comeback. <laughs> I'm all for well, it. Uh, yeah, it'd be great. Well, guys, uh, this was fun. We need to do it again as long as we're quarantined. Sorry I was late, guys. Well, that's was, all right. I was rushing. To trying to make I was coffee. Like, I was trying to find the Zoom link. Well, he deleted, Jason deleted it from my calendar, first of all. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I've told him I'm a calendar guy. And then I didn't know what time it was at all. My clock in my room was eight minutes slow eight minutes slow how does a clock get eight minutes slow i don't know that's a great question it it is a digital clock that i've had since seventh grade but that could be why (laughs) but can a digital clock lose time this one does that that's what i want to know yeah seventh grade i I maybe it's actually saying studying time is speeding up oh my goodness 
wonder how old we actually are. Maybe Ooh, Apple, clock maybe stoppers Apple's speeding up time. Clock stoppers, watch stoppers, time. What is the movie? With Where Justin they have those, No time. Uh, timeless. Timeless. No watch timeless. stoppers. They Limitless. they can they can speed up. Like it's <laughs> like a Nickelodeon the, movie. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, is Nicolas Cage the, in it? Because if not, then I haven't seen I it. I was a Disney. Girl. No, it's like the child actor equivalent of Nicolas Cage, though. You know who I'm talking about. And then, oh, um, uh, Frankie Muniz. Ooh, close. Uh, a more handsome no. Frankie Muniz. Um, but they're they're like their 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 watch makes them speed up and everything. Oh, and uh, French Stewart's in it. He's the bad guy. <laughs> French Stewart. And um. It's like but then spy they start, kids or something. They start they start aging super fast and clock, clock stoppers? stoppers. I think that's what it's called. A teenager accidentally activates a machine that enables him to speed up his body so that other people seem to be standing still. Is that it? Yes. With Jesse so Bradford. It's, like, it's not yeah, Jesse plus. Bradford, Fra- yeah. a handsomer Frankie Muniz. <laughs> How old is this movie? Uh, uh, let me wait. Wait. Let me guess. Let me. Uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. Guess. 2002. 2002 is correct. 2002 is correct. I've never seen this movie. How old was I? I was five. That's why. (laughs) It's perfect for a five-year-old. Oh, wow. I was watching I I also was only five. Nickelodeon. Uh, That's not true. Well, everybody, I'm going to link the IMDb page on our show notes so you can check it out. Um, yes. But uh, guys, uh, this has been fun, but we need to get out of here and uh, we'll do it again sometime. Right, Keevan? Right. Thanks for having That's me. Right. Oh, yeah. We thank you for being on the show and keep doing what you're doing out there in Weatherford, Oklahoma. Keep, and, keep uh, doing it. Real fast, does everybody have okay. one final thought or no final thoughts? Mm, I was trying to find something cool, but... Too many, too many things to choose from. That's true. That is true. That if is you're a s- cool. I have one. Yeah, go. Oh yes. If you're still singing "Lion and the Lamb" at your church, let's find a different song. Ooh. That is all. <laughs> Lion and the Lamp. Yeah, I saw the line on the lamp. Yeah, I saw. It's time to move a on. A friend of mine for celebrate recovery was leading worship at a, a church in my hometown, I'm and the uh, graphics operator had i don't know i guess they just typed in the graphics and it was lying in the lamp oh wow (laughs) (laughs) sounds like an awesome movie it's like a kids show well they kind of like that better you know Uh, they obviously lambs are are lame lamps are awesome that's right the lion in the lamp i love lamp (laughs) (laughs) well uh for for keevan leedy for kyle lee and for kyler clap i'm jason evans and we hope you've enjoyed this show and uh We'll be coming back at you next week with a brand new one. We'll see you guys later. Whoa, whoa, whoa.